Welcome, Bon Café, for the 10th day of January, year of our Lord, 2024. All this as we study 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 to 20 from the New International Version of the Bible. The devotional is called Whispers in the Night. Whispers in the Night. Are you ready to get into God's Word? I am. Let's get started. Verse 1, the boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was laying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. But Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. So I went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel. Samuel got up, went to Eli, said, Here I am. You called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. Third time the Lord called Samuel. Samuel got up, went to Eli, said, Here I am. You called me. And Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down. And if he calls you again, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there, calling as at the other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. And the Lord said to Samuel, See, I am about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears about it tingle. At that time, I will carry out against Eli everything I spoke against his family from beginning to end. For I told him that I would judge his family forever because of the sin he knew about. His sons blasphemed God, and he failed to restrain them. Therefore, I swore to the house of Eli, the guilt of Eli's house will never be atoned for by sacrifice or offering. Samuel lay down until morning and then opened the doors of the house of the Lord. He was afraid to tell Eli the vision. But Eli called him and said, Samuel, my son. Uh, Samuel answered, Here I am. He said, What was it that he said to you? Eli asked, Do not hide it from me. May God deal with you, be it ever so severely, if you hide from me anything he, God, told you. So Samuel told him everything, hiding nothing from him. Then Eli said, He is the Lord. Let him do what is good in his eyes. The Lord was with Samuel as he grew up, and he let none of Samuel's words fall to the ground. And all Israel from Dan to Beersheba, recognized that Samuel attested as a prophet of the Lord. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say, gracias a Dios. Thanks be to God. Well, I pray the Lord bless you, dear friend, with a great day filled with joy and opportunities for great work for Jesus. I have good news on the Reverend Olga Paul. She is home as I record this, and doctors have determined that she did not suffer any strokes at all, but had allergic reactions to medication that she recently started taking. So all is well, that ends well. So ask, why do we pray? 
because God answers prayers. Please continue to pray for Olga and for all for whom we have been praying. Now, friends, God works in mysterious ways. Now, that quote is true, but it's not from the Bible. Nowhere does it say God works in mysterious ways. In a roundabout way, it inspired whoever first wrote those words down in that way, God works in a mysterious way. But it does speak of the many unaccountable or uncountable ways that God can, does, and will do things to suit his needs and purposes. And among the mysterious ways God calls people, none more mysterious than the people that God calls. I'll stand in that line <laughs> at the front. But that's a story for some other time. By then, maybe I'll have a better answer than the one I have now. <laughs> we only need to go back to the Bible to see some more awesome examples. We could start with King David. He may be near the top of the list, as may be Saul of Tarsus, also known as Paul the Apostle. And like David, God can sometimes call children. Today's child is Samuel, son of, of a mysterious way in which his mother begged God for a child. I will remind you that she was mocked for being barren, that is, unable to bear children to her husband. And her chief mocker was her husband's other wife. Okay, that throws us off, but it was a cultural thing, not legal today, so don't get any ideas. <laughs> but she became so thankful to God for the gift of this son that she upheld the vow that she prayed with that if God would give her a son, she would turn that son over to God if she were so blessed. Sadly, we may believe most women would have walked away, boy in hand, and forgot such a promise, but Hannah did not. She turned over Sammy to God as she had promised. Now, many would have questioned the setup. A toddler turned over to an almost retired rabbi slash prophet who lives in the temple. <laughs> we're talking God's mysterious ways. And in case we've forgotten, we're still talking about faith, faith in God. Now, the boy adapts well to his new environment. He may still miss mommy, but he knows a little about daddy God. Not much, because as we read in the first part, he did not yet know about God. Yet he was playing an important role in him even being there, as it said in those early verses, that he was ministering in those days before the Lord. Now, now he is like an assistant to the prophet named Eli. Now, the opening verses affirm what I said, the boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. Now, what the boy did is open for debate or discussion. Suffice it to say, the boy understood the awesomeness of worship. He may not have heard or spoken uh, or even studied God, but he knew that there was something awesome about that which was happening in the temple, which was the worship of God. Now, I can relate to that as a boy, son of a still Roman Catholic mother in my early childhood. I had more than one occasion to visit and worship in many a Catholic church for weddings, funerals, just to worship. And I still vividly remember the majesty and the pomp of all the priest was doing, holding, waving. And I thought that was the coolest thing. I eventually told my mother I might want to be a priest. 
mom replied quite wisely that priests could not marry. I heard enough. Back to Sammy. In this temple was the Ark of the Covenant, which made the worship center in which it rested a super-sacred place. And while laying down awaiting sleep on this particular night, the boy Samuel hears his name whispered, Samuel. Thinking it was the prophet, Sammy gets up, runs the Eli side. Here I am. The old man asked, what? You called me? I responded. The old man said, I did not call you. Go back and lay down. This happened three times before Eli realizes that the voice may be the voice of God whispering or calling the little boy. So Eli says, if you hear the call again, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel goes and lays down the sound. The Lord comes, stands over Samuel, and this time says his name twice. And now Sammy knows what to say. And here the Lord shares with Samuel what he was about to do, namely, open the ears of everyone who hears about a tingle. And the rest of the statement was not what the little one wanted or needed to hear. It was a condemnation against the prophet and his sons, his family. You can probably imagine how this lad felt. He goes to lay down, probably prays for his not having to tell the old man what God has shared with him. And when he faces Eli the next morning, Eli knows to say that Samuel should tell it just as he heard it. Samuel shares it as God spoke it. The old man understood, saying, I'll get this faith. He is the Lord. Let him do what is good in his eyes. Now the Lord stayed with Samuel and blessed him. And as the passage closes, the writer says, And all Israel from Dan to Beersheba recognized that Samuel was attested as a prophet of the Lord. Keep in mind, it was Samuel that would call the very first king of Israel and then the second king. And those were important roles in the history of Israel. Now here, friends, is what we should learn from this. Number one, we should be open to whispers in the night. God's voice can and does come in unexpected ways, most likely at times we least expect it. We need to learn to be still. Listen carefully and do not dismiss those faint nudges or intuitive whispers. We should also embrace the courage to listen. For us to respond to God's call requires courage to step outside our comfort zones and embrace the unknown. Be forewarned that if God does, that God does not take no for an answer lightly. Our no today may mean other ways and the use of other people that God may use to touch us and reach us. We also should learn to faithfully deliver the message, whatever it is that God is calling us to do. Even if we perceive the message from God to be difficult or even impossible, it's still our responsibility to share it with honesty and humility, but with the assurance that God stands with us and God will prevail. Lastly, let me emphasize that again. We should trust in God's presence. In moments of growth and uncertainty, we know that God will guide our steps and our sharing His purpose. We should also affirm that we can and will do what God asks of us. Let's pray. Loving God, open our ears to hear your whispers, even in the dimness and quiet moments. Grant us the courage to listen, the honesty to face difficult truths, 
and the faithfulness to deliver your message, even when it's challenging. Lord, guide our growth, equip us for your purposes, and fill our hearts with the assurance of your presence. May we, like Samuel, become voices of your truth and instruments of your love in the world. For it's in the name of Christ Jesus we pray. Amen. Dear friend, have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Here's your call to action. Be open to God's voice. Embrace the courage to listen and trust in God's guidance as you step into your own unique calling. God loves you. I love you. And I thank God for you. And I thank God that God has entrusted you with a specific role in this life. You've got much to do. Trust him. God will guide you. Receive my love and thankfulness to the Lord for you. And I pray the Lord bless you and keep you now and always. Amen.